0: in Kentucky here on your Monday night broadcast on Republic Broadcasting Network please if you would go to republicbroadcasting.org smash the donate send much needed fundage you can mail your check or money order payable to RBN address is 2251 Double Creek Drive Suite 302 Round Rock Texas 78664 you can call in your credit or debit card to 1-800-724-2719 extension 3 and please set up a recurring payment even if it's 5 bucks um, or 10 bucks or a dollar whatever you can give uh, would be beneficial to the network we have a large variety of hosts with different points of view if you listen and I have um, I have when I'm at work I listen on my head ear uh, pods. Um, to uh, all the different hosts and the different shows. I've tried to listen to every show on RBN to get a kind of a feel for the different hosts points of view and you'll get a variety. So uh, you may disagree with a lot of the hosts. That's cool. Uh, A lot of them let you call in and disagree on air. So where do you get this freedom of speech? Uh, Try to call into Alex Jones very hard and, and, you know, jones and and uh uh you know he's bought out i mean he's got a lot of sponsors and his content is his content is controlled you know i don't want to hate on jones he's doing his thing he's making money whatever he's making hundreds of millions um they're not they're not making that at RBN. why are they not making that because they allow true freedom of speech all right and uh we don't have uh sponsors that control our content the sponsors that you hear um the ad the ads during the commercials they contribute to rbn and they don't uh you know their contribution to rbn is not based on content so you can talk about what you want to talk about um as long as you're you know you don't use profanity uh or explicits uh try to keep it try to keep it like you're talking to your grandma and your grandchildren, right? Uh, but other other than that, you can express your political point of view or your social point of view uh, unimpeded. And you can call in and disagree with me. Many people have. Uh, and I'll let you have your say. Just don't be retarded and don't be gay. That's all I ask. And we will be taking phone calls, 512-248-8252 if you want to weigh in. Um, as you know, Monday night's, the theme is just a rundown of the news. I uh, just select headlines and sort of give you my take on them, uh, let you know what's going on, what the current thing is. Uh, and that's kind of what we do on Mondays. Tuesdays, you got the Patrick and Jeremy show. Usually that's pre recorded because of our work schedules. Patrick has a very, very strict work schedule. Um, we're just working class stiffs. And oftentimes we record early. Um, it's very rare that we do a live show. We may be doing that in the future, but uh, I think tomorrow will be pre-recorded. Wednesdays uh, here on my show is spiritual health and wellness, where I deal with biblical issues and I sort of express my Christian faith to you. Um, I compartmentalize just a bit, meaning. I try to keep the biblical views on Wednesday, but you'll see that biblical view bleeding through in my political analysis uh, on the other nights. Thursdays, we have William repellum, a great co Uh, he does the punch bowl on Friday nights, 9 PM central. Uh, if you're not aware that that all happened because, uh, I was going out on Fridays and I was having a hard time doing the show on Friday night. Uh, and William very graciously you know, accepted the offer to take Friday night slot at 9 p.m. to do his show and to kind of get his point of view out and do his thing. So that's kind of the five-night uh, rundown of, of what I do here at this time slot. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I have not checked the Patrick and Jeremy emails lately. Uh, I've got to get that. Loaded up on my new phone and checked. My old phone um, defecated the bed, and it's gone. So I've got to transfer all that to my new phone. So I haven't checked it lately, but I will check the emails. I think I'll do that later tonight, maybe in the morning, and address your emails. But otherwise, you can call in and let me know what's up. So starting off, uh, we've got... U.S. bombing Yemen, that's a thing. So the Yemenis, as you know, are in conflict with the Saudi Arabians. Uh, have been for a while. Saudis have been genociding Yemenese peoples for decades now. And uh, after the Israeli assault on Palestinians, the Yemenis started bombing ships going to Israel and the U.S. stepped in to uh, to try to defend some of these ships, but these, these primitive Arabs are using drones, basically, to uh, attack the U.S. battleships, and they're being very successful. From Reuters, the United States conducted five, quote, unquote, self-defense strikes in areas of Yemen controlled by the Iranian-backed Houthi militia, according to U.S. Central Command, uh, as it reported on Sunday. Uh, They said they struck three mobile anti-ship cruise missiles and one unmanned underwater vessel. Central Command said it had determined the missiles and vessels presented an imminent threat to U.S. Navy ships and merchant ships in the area. These are ships bringing supplies to Israel. This is the Houthis uh, drone-attacking ships bringing supplies to Israel, and the U.S., of course, is backing its greatest ally in the Middle East, the only democracy in the Middle East. What is a democracy? We covered that weeks ago. A Democracy is basically where oligarchs rule and tell you what you're supposed to believe in and make you think that you are participating in the government, but actually you're not. That's what a democracy is. Ask the Palestinians what an Israeli democracy is. They'll have an interesting answer for you. Anyway, um, so the U.S., um, they're not able to deter these drone strikes from the Houthis. The only option it would have is to invade Yemen, which it could do. Um, But all of these actions teeter on the break of World War III with the (laughs) Arabic population. As the Arabic population has become even more united since the October 7th uh, alleged attack of Hamas on Israel, I say alleged because I think Israel allowed Hamas to attack it, knew it was going to attack it, and used that as a pretense to genocide Palestinians. Very similarly to how FDR... Uh, did the oil embargo on Japan in World War II, knowing that that would um, get the Japanese to attack. I think that FDR, and it's it's not just I think, there's mounds of evidence that FDR, and the American intelligence, knew that the Japanese were going to attack Pearl Harbor. They allowed it to happen in order to present a scenario where they could get... um, American populace to support Americans entering World War II because at that time, Americans were not were not uh, they didn't have the stomach to enter another World War. They were just getting over World War I. And uh, you got a similar thing here with Israel. Uh, Netanyahu is losing support of his left-wing um, constituents in Israel. he was actually being put on trial. So uh, an attack by a foreign entity, he thought, would rally the constituents under him and would give Israel point-blank range to genocide Palestinians. And that's what they're doing now. That's what they've been doing for a long time. And the global community expresses outrage, but they don't do anything about it. Right? Nothing is done about it. So what we're sort of waiting on is for the adults to enter the room the adults, meaning uh, Putin in Russia and Xi in China, to sort of lead this global community into uh, bringing the Israelis to heal. Um, possibly they could do that with the Belt and Road Initiative. They could uh, put economic pressure on Israel and say, look, if you want to get in on this and take part of it, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to pull cool the engines quit killing women and children in hospitals. The Israelis have labeled everybody that is against them Amalek. Now, they're specifically targeting the Palestinians, not just Muslims, because a lot of Palestinians are Christians, um, which is crazy because American uh, Christian Zionists are supporting Israel in genociding their own Christian brethren in Palestine. I can't get over that one, but um, it's very difficult to analyze the uh, the mentality of these Christian Zionists other than it's just all about money and propaganda and this false notion that the secular state of Israel, or what I would call fake Israel, uh, are God's chosen people. Not to get too uh, biblical here, but God's chosen people according to the Bible, are those that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they're the Christians, they're the church. And this secular state of Israel, which was funded by the Rothschilds, uh, the British government, the British Empire in the early twentieth century, and the World Jewish Congress under Theodore Herzl, this secular state of Israel don't acknowledge Jesus as the Messiah at all. They're anti Christian. They're anti Christ. So for Christians to support them, uh, truly these alleged Christians are in cognitive business and they don't understand what they're doing. And the ones at the top, like Hagee, understand very well what they're doing. They do it anyway and they do it for money. And they do it because they're getting uh, much shekels uh, from the, the alleged Israelis that they, they support. So that's the deal on that. Talking about a two-state solution, I had another interesting article pulled up here. If I can get this. And the phone just went blank. Netanyahu is not at all going to go with a two-state solution. Israel unanimously votes outright to reject a two-state solution. From the New York Post, Israel's government unanimously voted Sunday to reject any attempts by foreign powers to create a Palestinian state once the war against Hamas ends. According to Prime Minister Netanyahu, foreign powers, now that's interesting, because Israel knows that the United States and the West are not going to push a two-state solution. They're going to totally support Israel no matter what. So, what does he mean by foreign powers? Well, he's talking about the very scenario that I laid out, where uh, we're living in a, a new world order, if you will, and the new world order is bipolar, and that Russia and China are going to dominate and have dominated, uh, you know, in wake of the sanctions against Russia and the botched, uh, the botched sanctions. Uh, where Russia has invaded Ukraine to stop NATO from putting nukes on the border to target Moscow. In this new world order, with the Belt and Road Initiative, uh, Russia and China will uh, control the levers of power, and these would be the foreign powers that would come in to demand a two-state solution. Netanyahu said that's not going to happen. He introduced a measure um, after he did a cabinet meeting on Sunday That said Israel outright rejects cause for this two-state solution being pushed by – he says it's pushed by the U.S. and other members of the United Nations. You know, if the U.S. is pushing, it's it's strictly lip service. Um, The Jews that control our state department, Newland and Blinken, um, they don't want a two-state solution either. Their solution is genocide Palestinians and push the remainder of them out of the country. And they don't care where they go. Just get them out. That's their solution. The reason a two-state solution would be rejected is if you did have a two-state solution, uh, then you would have Palestinians on one side of the border, Israel on the other, and Israel would consider those Palestinians enemies. Uh, And you would still have Hamas doing attacks on Israel. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that uh, the majority of Hamas is infiltrated by Mossad. Now that's um, that's not easily proven per se with, with, with facts on the ground, but it does follow what you know how Hamas how uh, the Mossad works. right? It's how our own FBI and CIA works. They infiltrate foreign governments and they um, they work it that way. So what I'm thinking is that Hamas has been heavily infiltrated by Mossad and um, this to the ends of um, Hamas you know, being put out there in the media as a, uh, a terrorist group that does terrorist things and they put weapons in hospitals and orphanages and all that stuff um, to give the Israelis an excuse to bomb them. So I, th- I think that's what we got going on here is Hamas being heavily infiltrated, the whole thing being um, an excuse to just genocide these Palestinians. That's, that seems to be the, the, the shot here. But Israel will never go for a two-state solution, never. Uh, they're never going to go for a one-state solution because they don't want a democracy with Palestine being represented in their alleged democracy. They don't want that. So the end goal here for them is to just push pal- Palestinians out and, and kill them. We're up on the break right now. Let's do more on the other side with your calls on In Plain Sight.
1: And I'm alone. Skin, yet you.
2: Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people, and the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value. Isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge and I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday.
3: That's 818 965 9113. Drinksupertea.com.
1: You-
0: Okay, we're coming back to Endpoint site. Uh, Jeremy here, your Monday night broadcast rundown of the news. Just a quick summary of what I said. Uh, under Netanyahu, Israel is not going to accept a two-state solution because that would mean that, in their, in their mind, aggressive Palestinians would be on the other side of the border. Uh, and the heavily Mossad-infiltrated Hamas would be constantly attacking them. And they're not going to accept a one-state solution where Palestinians are accepted into a, quote, democratic government, unquote, and represented. Um, They're going to have that. They haven't represented Palestinians thus far, and nor do they they intend to. So uh, their only solution is to push these poor people uh, right out of the country uh, and to kill as many of them as they can. That's the name of the game here. And I'm going to go straight to the call screen. We have... Uh, Bubba Scout Reb, on hold. Bubba Scout Anti Nine One One Division. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, Reb? Colorado, go ahead.
4: Ordained by the Almighty to do this. That's why we can get to the top of the government. This is Zion. We don't buy any of the whatever they're talking about the other side of the world. They're liars, and that's what they call Amalek versus those people. But the real Amalek is against the white race. That's the problem. We're going to get rid of it. That's why we've been ordained. Both got a war. So we can say that nobody asked us questions how we even got started. No one. Didn't you want to know how the three unknowns at Jerkwater USA got to the top of the U.S. government? Don't you want to know an answer to that?
0: So the three people you're talking about—I know two of them are Victoria Newland and Anthony Blinken. No, they no,
4: no. I'm talking. Wait, I'm talking about the three of us. But he's brother, he's scout. I'm rep. We got to huh. the top of the Pentagon, and we're ordained by the Almighty God. Nobody buys it. That's why I can get on radio. That's why I can say this. That's why we're not under Justice Department jurisdiction. Somebody should ask, who started and We can answer. Nobody ever asks questions. I try to get questions you won't ask. Isn't that amazing? Even someone could call in, claim to be top of the pennant, gives out the number of the Joint Chiefs, had our statements taken by the Protective Intelligence Branch with General Milley and President Bush 43 wrote to, we're all unknowns. three times from Crawford, Texas, they well, a United States Army War College command staff calls us outstanding. I've been phoned directly by RSEC Secretary of Army. Isn't that amazing? And none of us are military. That takes something to ponder. I mean, what we got was an act of war against us three, but it's also against everything that. This on this continent and this is the first of the catastrophic events next is cataclysmic one at a time we don't believe this planet's going to survive uh, well, so, most so you you,
0: you and two other are you saying that you and two other people have connections to the pentagon
4: we've been saying that for years on these programs direct connections we have federal agents involved these nine one one breaks, we call them guinea government shooter. No intelligence. Anyone can, you know, fire those ass. Those people, they're deceived. The dispatchers, the doctors, falsifying death certificates, ambulance drivers. It's a system. Nine one in Europe, it's called nine nine nine. Which when you turn it upside down, it's six six six. In America, huh. yeah. He didn't want to fool everybody.
0: Well, so let me, if you would if you would please let me ask you this question. If if you and two other people have direct connections to the Pentagon, when will you start implementing your changes? And I'm not being a smart ass. I'm just
4: I agree. You're absolutely right. We're not doing a damn thing because they still can't get the message. They're still not believing it. And there's people holding them back. I I call the office of the Speaker of the House. I'm not polite to them. I said, get this on the floor of the House. You don't abandon witnesses in America. We're in the contiguous 48 states. We're not in Hanoi. We don't have to have the State Department or anyone get involved. We're directly military jurisdiction, and it's never happened before in history. We're the only ones that was started by the United States Defense Intelligence Agency a division of the NSA. They they listen to everything I say, and they're hoping everybody will just ignore this because the United Nations has wormed their way in. There's all sorts of sabotage everywhere, throughout the military, throughout the U.S. government. And the JAG complaint says, us three are witnesses against the state of Colorado.
2: That's
1: why I uh, give out National no Command. I did some uh, elaborate uh, four, four. on the other side. So people should ask We're these questions, and I yes, got the answer so We're up on the break. Thanks for your call, yeah. you been 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 Thanks, been. There's no one taking your since you've, since you've been gone.
2: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to RepublicBroadcasting.org.
5: Hey there, are you going to
6: wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift?
7: What in the world is an ease off drop and lift?
6: Our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. Cows too.
7: Ease off LLC four one seven nine three two six four one nine.
6: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com.
8: It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution.
1: Memory, your limelight is burning holes. Recover the damage, bring it all home. Stay forever I try to remember Come home
0: Okay, welcome back to Endpoint Sight, your Monday Night Broadcast, rundown of the news on RBN. By the way, I want to try that uh, Shilajit because I take uh, a, a herbal supplement in the form of tea. It's a uh, Tulsi holy basil herb from India. Uh, I drink that every day. So apparently Shilajit will accentuate the supplements that you're taking. Um, also, I want to try that Extendivite as I rapidly approach 50 years old. Um, extendivite has the garlic thing going on. It's great for your angina. Uh and if you're getting older, these things can really help you maintain health and wellness. So I would encourage you to listen to the ads and uh, call in because when you buy these things, you're also supporting the station along with your contribution, which I hope that you are doing. Back to the headlines uh, the World Health Organization is warning that disease X is coming. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you thought COVID was bad, Disease X is going to be a total bitch. From uh, a post here from Ted Dross, the African dude who's apparently uh, in charge of WHO, he met with Secretary Clinton, former Secretary Clinton, Hillary Clinton. And there's a picture here on X, formerly known as Twitter, where he posts... Thank you, Secretary Hillary Clinton, for a great discussion on global health challenges, including pandemic preparedness and the pandemic accord. Hashtag pandemic accord. Hashtag MSC 2024. So these people are planning yet another pandemic. Uh, don't think that COVID was the end of it. They're going to go all out, and I'm sure it's going to be connected with climate change and global warning. Uh, WHO Director General Tedros says that disease X is a matter of when, not if. Quote. Quote from Tedros. It may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus, or it may be caused by a new pathogen. We don't even know about it yet. What we call disease X. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever the flu is, And whether you buy into virus theory or not, something makes people sick every year in the winter. People get sick, and that's a thing. So if you want to say viruses don't exist, I'm cool with that. Um, I'm actually down with that. But uh, something makes people sick every year. And these people at the, the WHO are going to call it Disease X, and they're going to capitalize on it and do more lockdowns. Uh, And more crackdowns on your freedom, and there's this thing where the WHO wants to deal with local, uh, with all of the global uh, governments, and implement like a global, uh, you know, lockdown thing, um, where nations give up their sovereignty to the to the global WHO, um, the WHO, and they comply. How are they going to enforce this? Well, some people have said that UN forces will uh, enforce this in the US. I don't think they even need that. Um, the current military, which is comprised of faggots, trannies, and blue haired cat ladies, this new US military, I'm sure, will be glad to crack down on the populace. What are they going to do when they run into the good old boys with guns out in the? Suburbs hmm, out in the uh, rural areas. Uh, that remains to be seen, but they could always just cleanse the rural areas uh, with direct energy weapons, you know, the Lahaya type type treatment. Anyway, getting into the article from the New York Post, the WHO General Tedros has issued a warning about the likelihood of a disease X breaking out. And he's telling global leaders it's a matter of when, not if, that this new pathogen and pandemic will strike. Tedros, um, was his first name, told attendees at the World Government Summit in Dubai earlier this week, he gave a similar warning in 2018 that a pandemic was likely to hit, and he was proven right with the outbreak of the deadly coronavirus, quote-unquote. Hmm, so these people met... In 2018, predicting an outbreak of a virus. Uh, predicting or making it happen? So, even if you don't believe in viruses, like these people can easily just poison you, right? Uh, what was the coronavirus? Was it just the flu bro, or was it some sort of a synthetic poison developed in a laboratory that they uh, injected into the populace to make them sick? like in summer and in fall, which is not not the norm. Um, I was sort of of the opinion that the lockdowns caused people to get sick, you know, in 2020 uh, in the summer. Because normally what would happen, whatever the flu is, or whatever these winter sicknesses are, people would get sick, you know, it would spread, people would develop immunities, their immune systems would kick in. And as they interact with each other, uh, and the summer came on, um, that it wouldn't be a thing anymore. People would quit getting sick. And that's sort of been the ebb and flow through the history of the 20th century, at least, if if you study that. But interestingly, in the year 2020, people were shut into their houses. They didn't get out. They didn't interact. They didn't get out and get sunlight. They didn't develop immunity. And whatever makes people sick throughout the winter lasted into the summer and fall. This gave the establishment uh, the grounds to say that, look, oh, this is novel. This has never happened before. People are getting sick in the summer. Um, It's a deadly virus. But now that we have four years that have elapsed since then, um, they're all full of crap. Um, People just got sick because of it. You know, they were isolating, they weren't eating right, um, they weren't socializing, and their own bodies just collapsed on them. So whether you think it was a virus, whether you think it was synthetic, or whether you think it was just uh, people's poor care of themselves, um, you had this extreme sickness happen in 2020 during the summer, and it was kind of weird. And now that the the, the the alleged COVID vaccines are out, the clot shots, that's what's making people sick now. So it's kind of a perfect storm. Now people are getting sick on a mass scale. Young people, even athletes, dropping dead from clots in their uh, circulatory system. People that would normally be healthy um, are dropping dead and getting sick. And this is... Uh, because of the uh, what they call the COVID vaccine, what I would call the COVID plot shot, so we are uh, heading towards a perfect storm of these people just pushing out. Look, it's virus X, it's sickness X, it's a new thing. Therefore, we got to lock down and you know trample your rights. I think that's what the uh, the message of this post is is talking about. Let's go back to the call screen and take Vinny. Vinny in Indiana, welcome to the show. What's on your mind?
9: <clears throat> so the two-state solution is
0: officially dead. Yeah, it, it died. It never got out of the gate, man. They're never going to go for that. Yeah, I mean,
9: I heard uh, so one of the other commentators on YouTube, I don't know if it was Max Blumenthal or Scott Ritter, that, you know, they were saying that at some point, Netanyahu going to go the full Hernan Cortez, you know, or Cortez, you know, in Mexico, He decided, hey, you know, I'm just going to burn my, burn my, uh, my boats and we're just going all in. I mean, there's no reverse gear and that's exactly what they've done.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I don't think, I don't realistically think that Israel is going to be invaded or forcibly, you know, made to stop this genocide. Probably what's going to happen is as China and Russia become dominant um, financially on the global scene and as the Belt and Road Initiative takes place, they're just going to threaten to cut Israel out of it if they don't quit their nonsense. That's what I think is going to happen.
9: Well, you know, they're trying to, uh, you know, I think a lot of this money that's going to, you know, um, they try to pass this bill for Ukraine, and I don't think that any of that money – Realistically, you know, all of that money is just being being put out there to bribe other governments. There's no point in any of it going to Ukraine at this point because you know the Ukrainian front is completely collapsing, and I think you know it's all going to be trying to, to bribe uh the Polish government or the U.S. government, and uh, a lot of it is, is you know, it's I think a lot of it also is going to get. Uh, Shipped off to uh, to bribe uh, the Egyptian government to maybe take in some of these Palestinians. It's going to be used to bribe a lot of European governments to take in Palestinian refugees because at this point, um, you know, Israel has has no other solution to, but to believe that they can get other governments to take in all the rest of the remaining Palestinians, not just in Gaza but on the West Bank. And um, sure. you know, uh, you know, they're they're basically you know it 's either genocide or we get other countries, and we got all these stupid people saying you know the, the Palestinians are such a threat to Israel, but we 're going to take them in, which is which is nonsense they 're not a threat you know they're not uh, the only reason they're a threat to Israel is because the, Israel's trying to kill them but um yeah you know, and have you seen this channel there's a channel on YouTube it does a pretty good job of self-censorship because there's only certain things that you can show on YouTube. It's called Electronic Antifada, and it goes through what the Hamas fighters are doing and uh, just, you know, how they're able to hold off the Israeli army. And they're showing them, like, um, all of their RPGs, they're they're making these RPG grenades, these dual warhead RPGs. They make the explosives from unexploded um, Israeli bombs. They caught a reversed engineer um, from, like, a Russian and North Korean design. They got old, worn-out RPG-7s that, you know, and uh, they're making their own sniper rifles out of discarded um, um, Russian and, uh, you know, like an an old uh, M2, um, you know, uh, Modus 50-caliber barrel or an old Russian... 12.7 Twelve point seven barrel, and they're you know they're they're making sniper rifles out of them you know that can pierce like an uh, Israeli bo- body arm, and you know they're they're basically fighting off the Israeli army with with nothing, and um, yeah, they also talked about Hezbollah. Hezbollah captured in two thousand and six captured this uh, this Israeli anti tank missile called the uh, the Spike. It's a you know it it's a fairly advanced you know anti-tank missile but they shipped them to the iranians and the iranians reverse engineered them and then got like help from the chinese and they upgraded them and they're knocking out basically Merkava tanks in in the north with you know like i said recycled uh, or, or reinvented israeli technology And it's just amazing just think what happens if The war in Ukraine ends. I keep saying this. The war in Ukraine ends, and um, suddenly all of this military hardware that that we shipped to the Ukrainians and got captured by the Russians, and all this hardware that we left behind in Afghanistan, if, if, you know, like we we left behind all of these um, precision-milled RPG-7 tubes and you can put a night scope on them and fight at night, the Hezbollah... They have very limited night fighting capabilities. If that all happens, Israel's going to be in a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, I'll pull up this channel on YouTube. This um, anti-fada channel. Let's see the electric. Yeah, I Yeah, they this show up video clips.
9: Yeah, they show edited down versions of like stuff that's on Telegram. I don't get on Telegram too much, but like you know, because they Telegram will show actual. You know, carnage of of the the Ukrainian and uh, the uh, what's going on in Gaza. They'll show like the Israelis committing atrocities and broadcasting it to themselves, and they'll show you know the Hezbollah fighters, you know, you know actually killing Israelis and stuff like that. And I, I don't really watch. I don't need to see all that gore. But uh, you know, they 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 post edited down versions of what uh, what Hamas and Hezbollah is able to accomplish.
0: Sure enough, it's here on YouTube. I mean, there's many posts. Sniper takes out Israeli officer. Israeli commanders admit we're losing the war. These are different posts I'm reading here, uh, and, and I'm surprised. I'm shocked that YouTube is allowing this to be kept up on.
9: Well, they're on edited, Those are edited down versions. They don't show the actual. They just show mm-hmm. the fact that the guy, you know, like they'll they, they'll show like the guy, the, the Hamas fighters using a homemade sniper rifle. Using you yeah. know, like cast off, um, you know, um, heavy heavy caliber. Um, you know, I mean, they'll take an old fifty caliber barrel that's worn out that you know that could, sh- if it was brand new, could shoot over a thousand yards accurately. But three hundred yards is plenty accurate enough if you get if you're getting in close order fighting and, and willing to risk your life. And uh, a fifty caliber round is going to go through any any body army that an Israeli can can wear. So, you know, yeah. and, and they show them. It's a homemade sniper rifle.
0: This and they're using drone technology. The Houthis and the Hezbollahs are using drone technology too um, against these ships. That's that's fascinating. So, yeah. Hey, we got I another mean, caller. Get, yeah, if they it, get, they it, get any us, serious weapons, more.
9: Israel is getting is off more than they can chew. Have a good night.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Um, uh, Fascinating that this channel is up on YouTube, even though it's heavily edited. We got Jim in New Mexico coming up next. Uh, Julie said we can skip the break, I think. Jim in New Mexico, welcome.
5: Yeah. Hello, Jeremy. Uh, Thanks for taking a call. Um, Apparently, Dr. Duke's going to chicken out on that debate between he and Nyquist.
0: Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've had a lot of people. Asked me if Doctor Duke would debate Nyquist, so I called Jeff Nyquist on his cell phone. I talked to him a, a lot. Um, he's a decent guy to talk to. I disagree with what he you went know, in with his positions, but oh, there's so many, know,
5: so many points yeah. that he's lied I threw his teeth about. It. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had to say that.
0: No go ahead. Yeah, and you know, again, RBN offers full freedom of speech. And John Moore has Jeff on. And that's just another position that is allowed, you know, in the name of freedom of speech. You can disagree with it. I called Dr. Duke and tried to set up a debate. Um, I think that he is busy. I think that he doesn't consider Nyquist someone worthy of his time. And I'm telling you that Patrick and I have both talked to Dr. Duke about debating him. Now, I will say this, that I did a two-hour show on the Patrick and Jeremy show where Patrick debated Jeff, and I thought it was pretty good. People thought that that Patrick was too nice uh, to Jeff, but um, Jeff admitted to Jewish power. Jewish power is a thing, but he says that it's allowed because of the Holocaust. It's basically the premise if you go back and listen to that. So uh, I don't don't know what listeners – I guess listeners want to hear David Duke just thrash him. I guess that's what you guys want to hear? No,
5: I just want to hear him, hear him set him straight. I mean, you know, Nyquist insinuated that the Holodomor was done by the very same administration-type people that are in charge of Russia today. He'll never, never mention Jews. He'll never mention the Jewish component of the uh, Bolshevik Revolution. In fact, when I called yep. in and told him about... Uh, uh, Captain Montgomery Shiler reporting that uh, the Bolshevik Revolution was was full of Jews of the greasiest type. He denied that the Jews were even involved in the Bolshevik Revolution, much less the Holodomor and the uh, 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 Gulag Arch- archipelago.
0: I mean, you know, uh, what you Solzhenitsyn what you and it lays it out. No, you're right. I agree with you. What I'm saying is that you know when i when I had Jeff on the Patrick and Jeremy Show, Patrick pointed all these things out, and Jeff took the position of, well, the communists, so he's saying that communism is more than just like a state controlled system of, of 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 economy of a country, that it's like an ideology, it's like a religion. And what Jeff is saying is that the Communists put the Jews in the forefront. To, so that people would focus on the Jewish power and not focus on communism. That's his position.
5: Who are the communists then, in his opinion?
0: <laughs> I pointed that out. I said, you know, uh, There's some you know, mythical,
5: spiritual, uh, aloof figure uh, something. Uh.
0: What I'm getting at is this has all been done. And Patrick very politely debated Jeff, and I thought that he came out on top. But people aren't satisfied with that. You know, they want to hear Jeff totally, like, thrash. And, you know, I called Dr. Duke, and I'm willing to to host that show. So when Dr. Duke's ready, I'm not going to say he's chickening out, but he just doesn't feel it's worthy of his time. I talked to him on his cell phone. Um,
5: Well, Dr. Duke said on his show about a month ago that he was willing to go on with anybody. He said all they had to do was contact uh, Dr. Slattery and set it up.
0: An ultra, and now now him. you're saying yeah.
5: that he's he, he's not going to do it. I mean, I don't understand. He, he's either scared or uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, or he was lying when he when he said that.
0: Yeah, I don't. And Mike was Mike
5: said said also on uh, uh, on John Morris show that that he was willing to debate Doctor Duke, and Doctor Duke said that he was willing to go on with anybody anytime. So I I don't understand what's going on. I mean, I'm really confused, but I'd really love to hear that because Dr. Duke has the facts, and uh, I don't see how Jeff Nyquist can continue on with his lies and propaganda. He must be working for the State Department. I feel like his books are probably ghostwritten by State Department operatives, and he's just uh, a front man for
0: them. I'll say this Jeff My and opinion. Patrick are down. Jeff and Patrick are down with the debate. They're ready to go. I've talked to Jeff. I've talked to Patrick. I've talked to David Duke, and David Duke at this point doesn't feel it's worth his time. I'll call him again. I'll try it again, but I can't make yeah, him do I, it. i him an email. I was, while.
5: I was even considering sending him a letter with a little bit of cash, you know, as an incentive. But <laughs> I, I don't know if it'd even be worth it.
0: Well, I'm not going to say Doctor Duke's chicken now At this point, what I'm getting is that he doesn't feel it's worth his time. But maybe, you know, I told him that he's very important to the listeners. I told David Duke that David's opinion is important to the listeners and that they want to hear this debate. But I will say this. I will say this. I thought Patrick did a stellar job. And we did two hours of Patrick and Jeff on the Patrick and Jeremy show. And I thought Patrick countered his points very well. He was just very nice about it. People aren't happy that Patrick was nice. They wanted him to be rude. That's what I'm getting.
5: What was the date? What was the date for that? I'd like to hear it. I, I missed it.
0: Um now I don't have the date on hand. Hang on. Well, it was it it's was not featured on the RBN website? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll find the archives. It's two shows. And I'll post the archives in the comments of this show tonight. So so Julie can put the the, the link. Are you able to get online and get on to... If you go to uh, RBN show host schedule, are you familiar? And you can pull yes, up sir. my show. Yes, sir. You can pull up my archives. And you can pull up the comments and the show description from tonight's show. I'll find it. And, and ask Julie to post that. Um, it's it's two shows. It's a two hour deal where Patrick and Jeff went back and forth. Patrick did a good job. I'll be glad to have David and Pat, and, and David and Jeff Nyquist on. And Jeff is willing to do it. We just gotta get David yeah. on board.
5: Yeah, you'd think Doctor Duke would be willing to, you know, get for the publicity if nothing else.
0: Um, but you got to figure—you got to figure that so many other people are trying to get David on his show on their shows. So that's one thing. Okay. But
5: thanks I'll, so I'll much for you your. As I say, thanks so much for your efforts, Jeremy. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, not a problem. Appreciate your call, man.
5: And God bless you, and peace be upon you, my friend.
0: Oh, thank you very much so yeah that's that's a wrap that's a wrap for the show Um, um, we'll be back tomorrow night with Patrick and Jeremy show pre-recorded Wednesday spiritual health and wellness and Thursday with William Repellum you guys stay tuned and please donate to the to the station
6: Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN.
7: Simply clean foods. Do it today.
8: You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.